Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. We haven't done one of these in a while, as Wes pointed out in the last segment, and I thought, well, what a perfect time. I was looking through birthdays today, getting ready for birthday trivia. Heads up, this guy's celebrating. We'll mention him again in the 12 o'clock hour. And I was like, gee, I wonder what ever happened to him. One of the most iconic plays in Razorback history. It even got a nickname. And we don't play it nearly as much as we probably should. We play the original a lot, but not the second version of The Miracle on Markham. Casey Dick in the shotgun, gets the snap, wants to throw deep down the right sideline for Crawford. Touchdown, Arkansas! (laughs) Touchdown, Arkansas! London Crawford with the reception, and the Razorbacks have tied the game. Take it easy, Chuck. You have to yell at us. (laughs) All right, let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline standing by London Crawford. Happy birthday. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Greatly appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate you coming on. And we don't uh, probably pay as much attention to that play as we should because, you know, it didn't send you to a great bowl game. It was your fifth win of the year, but it was a, a magical play. And anytime Arkansas gets over on LSU, you know mm. we love that. So uh, how are you? What are you up to? I'm doing amazing, man. Actually, uh, I work now uh, into finance now and also investment. But, uh, yeah, man, that play, man, it still repeats over in my mind, man, day for day by day, honestly, man. I miss it. I mean, watching the Razorbacks go out there and, you know, do what they're doing, you know, it's still a rebuilding year for them. They're young, but they're playing lights out. You know, we have some wins. We have some losses. But in all, man, I'm proud of those guys and what they're doing. That was your only TD catch of the year. Did I read that right? Uh, That year, I I don't remember, man. It's been years. <laughs> That's what the stats show. You had a couple touchdowns a year before, but I think that was your first touchdown catch of the year, and you waited until okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I was coming back off of injury. Right, yeah, you're right. So yeah. there's fourth. It's fourth and one. There's 22 seconds left. Was it a play called for you, like on a go route, on a fade, or was it were you just one of the options? Honestly, man, we were. It was third down, and I think uh, Carlton Salters caught an out route when it ended up being fourth and one. And when I looked to the sideline, it was like uh, Bobby Petrino, man, he was calling. He when he when Basically, when you put your hand to your ear like you're doing a phone call, that means all go, which I was kind of shocked because with fourth and inches, you know, I was expecting us to, you know, we got great running backs, run it, get the first down, Casey Dick, ball forward, get the first down. But when he called the all go call, you know, and, I looked over to him. He looked at me and was just, it was like, I mean, just catching his eyes of, uh, he's coming to you. You're one-on-one. You got the field. It, it's on you. What are you going to do? I'm calling your name, and that's how it goes. Bobby obviously felt kind of omnipotent when he was at War Memorial. You think about the end of the first half against LSU with Ryan Mallett, mm-hmm. and he throws that, that uh, pass when a lot of people figure they're going to take a knee, and they end up scoring a touchdown at the end of the half, which helped propel them to another win over LSU. Um, you know, mm-hmm. obviously to end your career like that, I mean, you, you said you think about it a lot. I mean, uh, how much do people, if you, if you see a Razorback fan that recognizes you, do they, do they bring that play up first? 
Of course. I mean, you know, of course, a lot of us back then, you know, our rivalry was So, you know, going back and forth with those guys from 06 through 10, you know, us winning, them winning, you know, being a tight and close game and people understanding that rivalry game, you know, it definitely is something that comes up a lot and, you know, something that I actually miss every day, man, you know, just being under those lights, being in there, listening to our crowd, the Little Rock games, the Fayetteville games, man, and, you know, seeing people that understand football so they really understand what that play meant to our organization and our program at the time, man. It was a great deal. And you're back in Alabama now? No, I'm actually in Florida, man. Okay. I saw you were in I wasn't. I wasn't sure if that was Jacksonville, Florida, or Jacksonville, Alabama. I saw in your uh, yeah, Jacksonville, profile. Yeah, Jacksonville, Florida. So you've been well-traveled, London. We're talking to London Crawford if you're just tuning in on the brand of Moving and Storage Hotline. I, I was going through your, your story here on Wikipedia. I mean, you played football literally all over the country and outside the United States as well. Yes, I've played in uh, literally every professional football you can actually play in. I've seen the NFL fields. I've seen the CFL fields. I've seen the AFL fields. <laughs> you know, so I've <laughs> I've been to Mexico. I've been to... I've been all over playing football. You know, it's a dream that I had. You know, it was uh, something that kept me on a straight, narrow, a straight path, you know, coming from where I came from growing up, how I did when I was a younger guy. And uh, football was just that light for me. And it was for a lot of years, and it actually taught me how to be, you know, to be focused when it comes to things outside of the football field, you know, dealing with different coaches and different programs and the way that people organize things and that made me an organized guy. So I just took what I've done my entire life from football and incorporated that into my professional life now of what I'm doing now. What was uh, football Americano like down in Mexico? Oh, man, honest to God, truth, man, I wouldn't change it for the world. I mean, it was the most – it was one of the most (laughs) – the greatest experience I had in my life when it came to football. You know, the fans, the – the, the the support system, the brotherhood that you were able to meet, I mean, make with the guys from America, which was a few there, but also the guys that lived in Mexico and that was from Mexico, who I actually still have contact with today. So it was definitely an amazing experience, man. It was a great, you know, a great place to be to show those guys a different aspect of being a professional athlete from America. What about your connections to your former teammates? I mean, we keep up with Casey coaching now. Do you talk to guys that you played with much? Of course, man. I mean, all of those guys. I've talked to a lot of different guys I've played with, man. And, you know, Ramon Broadway, to this day, me and him are best friends. You know, Damian Williams, who transferred to USC, man, that guy, we still hang out. That's still one of my best friends. You know, we Ryan Mallett, uh, Casey Digg, uh, Robert Johnson. Um, Sam Oljabutu, D-Mac, Darren McFadden, you know, all of those guys, we still stay in contact. We still reach out to one another. We still treat each other like brothers because, you know, when you, you, you with four years of blood, sweat, tears every day with people, that those relationships build more than, you know, truthfully sometimes with your parents because you're with these guys and you're able to do things with these guys or, you know, without these guys that you haven't done or would never do in front of your parents. So <laughs> definitely, man, we have our stories. We still have our group chats, man, and we still, you know, show love to one another. London, there are a lot of people who have spent a lot of money with therapists talking about how they got through the Bobby Petrino experience. So, yeah, there is definitely the tie <laughs> that binds there. I mean, you guys survived it. What was your relationship like with him? Um, honestly, man, uh, Bobby Petrino, man, um, 
a lot of people, you know, they have a lot of negative things to say, but I don't have too much negative to say because honestly, with all of the, the, the controversy and everything that he put his team through that year that I was those years I was there and the, 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 the focus I've seen that guy have and how he expected so much from us. You know, a lot of guys looked at it like, man, what is he doing? But in my eyes, it's like when you grow up with, you know, a parent that was a drug addict, and, you know, you, you've seen nights where, you know, the lights wasn't on or there was nothing to eat that night. You, you appreciate that kind of guy because you never really had that structure in your life. So it feels more like care to me, tough love. But coming from where I come from, again, tough love is something that I've endured. So I can understand a lot more coming from his aspect in certain situations than a lot of other guys can. So I visualize and view things a little different. And the aspects that I've had, I mean, the, the situations that I've had with them and the time that I've had with them, I'm going to be honest with you, man, it actually helped me in the long run because there's no boss I've had <laughs> I've had to deal with that mentally had me just like, man, what is going and just get through it. But as you get through it, you understand, you see the focus that he has and the, the lifestyle that he would love to have you have after football is over. That's a great point. What birthday is this for you? This is number 36, man. I'm, I'm, I'm 36 years old, man. Well, you're it's crazy. Time is flying. We're all grown ups now. We have to go to work on our birthdays nowadays. Yeah. You don't have to, I guess, but man, we, we that's just do. Where I'm at right now. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I'm at work right now. Yeah. So what are you what are you doing now exactly? I'm actually in finance, man. I'm a finance manager. Okay, and you're working for a dealership that yep. I see. Is that right? Yeah, that's okay. uh, Chrysler Jeep Dodge in Jacksonville. So I'm in finance here, and I do a little, I dib and dab in the uh, investing okay. a little bit. So. You know, that's another source of income. Yeah. For me. If you got any tips, I'll take it. My 401k is taking a dump right now, like most people. So we'll take any advice oh, we can get. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> London, you played you for. Talk about that outside of football, but yeah. I mean, outside of the interview. But go ahead. I'm listening to you. You play for a great offensive mind. What do you think of Kendall Bryles? Say again? You play for a great offensive coach. What do you think about Kendall Bryles, Arkansas's offensive coordinator? Uh, I mean, I think he's a, I think he's a pretty good, you know, coach or whatever. With the the scheme and the system they're trying to go with, you know, I've seen a lot of big time plays. I've seen a lot of, you know, plays where you know a lot of guys were open or you know where running backs may have missed a hole here and there. So you know, looking at the way he's calling the plays, the scheme of what he's doing when he's going against a different team, you know, it it I can see. The, the, the visual of what it could be being a football player and understanding, you know, the plays that are being called and the positions you're in and where you're supposed to be on the field when he's calling that play. So I've seen a lot of, you know, plays that could have went 10 times better and a lot of people would have been, you know, talking him up a lot more than they are based upon, you know, the couple losses that we had. But honestly, we can't blame him for it because I've seen so many plays where they were, you know, electrifying plays but also plays that could have been electrifying plays that wasn't because of the mistake that we made as a player. No doubt. Hey, London, we got to run. I just really appreciate you coming on on your birthday, giving us a few minutes, man. I hope you have a great day. It's great catching up with you. Oh, no problem at all, man. Have a great and blessed rest of your day yourself. All right, take care. All right. Bye-bye. London Crawford.